Hello and welcome to this week's great instalment of Fit Finance Sessions. I'm Henry Ellison and I'm with Tim Webb and Tom Senegals. And today we're going to have a, a very short um, chat about Archegos, if I've said that right. I think so. Um, I don't think anyone knows how it's spelled or how to say it. <laughs> Archegos is a hedge fund in America and it's cause havoc across the markets i don't know why but i know a man who does tom fill us in uh so i actually think archegos or archegos or whatever it's called means jesus um right. uh, in some sort of ancient greek or, or something like that um but it uh the the trader um bill wang who used to run a hedge fund called tiger asset management and then got slapped on the wrist um, converted his hedge fund into a family office and uh, uh, created this Archegos or whatever it is. But un, um, uh, unlike Jesus, he's um, failed um, spectacularly. Um, and Bill liked a bit of, um, Bill Wang loved a, a bit of leverage. And um, the way he was structuring the portfolio was their long plays, so investing for the long term, were covered by shorts and they were borrowing lots of money to, uh, in some ways, it should be a zero sum and they can kind of cover, hedge their bets a bit. Um, but unfortunately, they got it a bit wrong. And uh, uh, effectively, from what sounds like it, they've blown up the fund and had to start, um, uh, I think Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley have come in and um, started selling the stocks to, to cover all the positions and um, so a few specific stocks have taken some big falls because they're unloading very big uh, big positions I think the fund was about 80 billion um, and um, and it's also not banks like Credit Suisse and Namura who were who were lending to them so um, I think the individual stocks were down about 50% from their highs um, and um, the the banks that have been lending were down about 15% yesterday haven't looked today so there's there's a bit of contagion but it's not not spreading into other things and, and it was mostly Viacom, CBS, Discovery sort of older media companies that had been on a huge tear over the last um, last couple of quarters since the pandemic but um, have subsequently flopped um but um so yeah that's roughly what's going on but uh tim do you want to explain the why, why that happens and why the 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 shares do go down yeah yeah sure so essentially why how it's gone so wrong is um the trade was done on what's called margin which is where um hedge funds normally operate on this basis and that's why they can have such massive returns but effectively what they're doing is borrowing to enter a large position that they can actually afford to to get into um, from Credit Suisse and Numero, um, the two guys in this particular example. So, for example, let's say you've got $100, um, keep things simple, $100, but you're, you're leveraging yourself up um, and putting that down as what's called margin against a $1,000 position. So you're, you know, you're putting down 10% of the actual position that you're liable for. Now, clearly that can work in, in two different ways. Um, if, if, the, if the trade goes in your way, then you know, you're, you're magnifying your returns, but then conversely, things can get pretty ugly uh, and hairy on, on the way down as, as uh, Bill Wang's just found out. Um, so that's effectively what 
how it's been structured. Now, at some point, um, what happens is if, if your trade goes against you to past a certain point, then the, the, the lenders, the, the investment banks that um, um, guarantee these, these positions do what's called a, or put through what's called a margin call, where let's say that $100 falls below a particular threshold, which would have been agreed at the outset of the deal, let's say it's 30%. So now the value of your $100 falls below $70, then effectively the difference, let's say it's got back down to 50, so it's halved in value. Then what they're gonna do is ask you to put up more collateral or more cash to bring you back up to that minimum level that the, the whole um, trade was, was done off, off the back of. And that's what's going on at the moment where I've, you know, they're, they're being wiped out or being asked to put in so much more. Um, to bring the trade back to, to par value, basically. But I think from reading through in this in this particular example, I think that they had assets of 10 billion, whereas the, the trade had got to the point of 50 billion. So as you said, they've been wiped out, basically. It hasn't, you know, there's, there's not really any room to, to come back from that unless somebody wins the lottery or whatever. Um, so yeah. Well, a lot on the lottery there. Yeah, you exactly. sell 30 billion. That's <laughs> a several lotteries, I think you've got to win. If everybody in the team, in the hedge fund, wins <laughs> <laughs> I think but interestingly it's not a sign of wider wider market contagion it really is just it's it's one one hedge fund manager seems to have got his decisions wrong and been taking a bit too much risk with it absolutely but it is it's interesting um i sort of uh, summary of, of this certain um uh, sort of state of play at the moment i think it shows that people out there are still or the, the smart money, if you like, well, maybe not so smart in this example, but the big money out there is still, there's still a lot of risk that people are taking out there. And yeah, as you say, I mean, the, the general market's shaking it off. I think everybody's still focused on the vaccine rollouts and that kind of thing. And as you were saying, Tom, you know, there's only a couple of stocks really that have been affected. Um, whilst those stocks do make up, you know, in, in some some value in, in some of the indexes, um, you know, drawn down too much across the, across the board. Um, but I was reading yeah. through, sorry, go on. I, th I think that initial sell-off, a lot of stocks that had kind of built some momentum had, there was sort of, I don't know, you're seeing 25% drops in Tesla and other stocks. And I think some of these were caught up in that initial sell-off. And like you say, lots of people taking risk. If it doesn't keep going and going, then it starts the spiral. And if you're um, uh, like Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger would always say lots of people go wrong when they when they use leverage it, it's good when it's going in your favor but it can quickly blow you up in in the um in the other direction can't it yeah yeah exactly um well, as I was saying I just wanted to track them down but I was reading through some interesting stats this morning where um as I say just backing up this idea that that risk is still very much on the agenda and people are still taking these bigger calls um, so equities now now account for 50% of all assets held by households, mutual funds and pension funds, foreign investors, etc. That's the highest level since uh, the tech bubble two, two decades ago. Equity options trading is up 85% from 2017. Cash levels are an eight-year low. So, you know, people are, are, are going for it, um, both, you know, retail investors, sort of the mum and dad investors, people down the pub, what have you, taxi drivers, um, but also the, the professional money is also going for it as well. So, and also here, nearly 51% of investors believe stocks will rise in the short term compared with the historical average of 38. So there's a lot of optimism out there. Um, I mean, we've not to go over 
um, old news, but obviously we've gone through the, the various um, stimulus that's been pumped out there and that sort of thing. But I think a lot, of, clearly, a lot of people are focusing more on, on that, that side of the economy at the moment rather than these sort of short-term bangs that we're seeing with with the hedge funds. And, and I mean, bad news makes good news, doesn't it? So clearly, this is going to be something for, for us to piggyback off and, and talk about clearly. But um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, Tim. This is a very well thought through article that we put together with hours of preparation before. <laughs> yeah, highly convenient that Bill's blown it up, isn't it? But um, yeah, I think, again, that's why you just got to stay diversified, haven't you? And, and not pour your eggs in, in one basket when it sounds like everything's going really well. And I think there is still a lot of optimism out there. Equally, you can't... Um, it's like inflation everyone's forgotten inflation over the last 20 odd years but that could come back quite quite quickly and um partic particularly if people um are moving away from bonds and buy more equities like you're saying is coming through the data governments are raising debt therefore they need to sell those government bonds if no one's buying them and people are actually selling then yeah it's um a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah yeah Fascinating as always, chaps. Thanks very much. I now know almost how to pronounce the name of a hedge fund uh, somewhere in America that's no longer existing. Um, as ever, if you've got any questions about this topic or any other topic, please do get in touch, um, either through LinkedIn or, or directly email us. Um, and until next week, uh, thanks for joining us and we'll see you then. Bye-bye.